WWF superstars compete in the Royal Rumble for an opportunity for the undisputed WWF Championship, including Duke the Dumpster Grossie, the British Bulldog, Rocker Marty Jannetty, Doctor of Dental Surgery Isaac Yankum, Batu attempting to make a difference, Barry Horowitz, Ringmaster Jerry Springer, The Supremacy of Fighting Machines, comma, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Alleged Native American Tatanka, Portuguese Man of War Aldo Montoya, Cleveland Guardian Center Fielder Modern Day Kamikaze Hakushi Tanaka, Rocket King Owen Hart, Squad Team Member One, Savio, Savio Vega, get down, get funky. The one, two, three, Kidster, Hunter, first, Helmsley. Hail to the Chief, Presidential Hopeful, Mr. Robert Bob Becklin. Burger King, Jerry Lawler. Bitters Arkansas, Big Hog Farmer, Hank, Henry O. Godwin. The Notorious K-I-N-G, Mabel. Born again, Christian Jake the Snake Roberts. Squad team member, two. World's largest athlete, former two-time WWF champion, Yoko Zuna. Dory Funk, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. The mysterious and allegedly devious, Omari. Bob Holly, start your engines. USWA superstar, Doug Gilbert. The man I call fat, the man they call Vader. And the most flamboyant, the most charismatic, the most athletic superstar in WWF history, the Heartbreak Kid. Yes! 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 Shawn Michaels! It's time to rumble! It's time for the Concrete Man Royal Rumble in Fresno Special! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we had to do it. You know, my heart is not made of cold, hard concrete. So here on Concrete Man, we have to turn to the Royal Rumble 1996 to see Vince McMahon fully reborn at the purest state of mental health as the heartbreak kid returns to the Royal Rumble in Fresno as he promised. Yes, folks, I'm Johnny C. Thanks for joining us here in the Aqua Cave for another Concrete Man special. Concrete Man, of course, the living document of in-your-house references from Vince McMahon, has been taking a detour as of late to track the mental health of the chairman. Oh, former chairman, I suppose I should say. Uh, but after this, we should get back on track. I feel good vibes are a-coming based on the outcome of this Royal Rumble. Uh, a bit of a personal note for me here. This was my return to professional wrestling of a WWF nature after a hiatus that began the day that I turned into the action zone and saw that Diesel was the new WWF champion. However, I kept wrestling in my purview, especially when Nitro started up. I mean, I was I was aware of baseline concepts, but certainly not any storylines. However, 
the promise of Vader in a WWF ring, along with the returning Jake the Snake Roberts, was all I needed to put down $29.95 of my parents' hard-earned money to witness the Royal Rumble. Uh, those two competitors added in to the fact that my local cable operator had recently converted our home to an interactive-based cable scenario, and all I had to do was press a button to watch the show. And I did just that during the WWF free-for-all on the preview channel. So, it's fitting that I mention the Action Zone, because as I'm starting to watch the Royal Rumble match, because that's what we're going to cover here today, fans, just the Royal Rumble match, because that's where the Heartbreak Kid is, that's where he's going to make his triumphant return. Vince McMahon is calling this bad boy with Mr. Perfect, and as I did mention Action Zone, it's fitting that these two are seated in what I'm calling the Action Zone announce position, which is near the ring entrance, because... In you know during the action zone, if you ever watched it, especially uh, Vince McMahon and Todd Pentengale when they were on the call, which is the episode I remember that sent me into a tumbling spiral. They were added in post production in front of a green screen, and they were seated right in front of the entranceway at a diagonal basis, which is maybe the most Vince McMahon sentence I've ever said. <laughs> but it's just. It takes me back to that, and it's kind of weird because I've been watching all these in your houses and Rawls from Brandon Manitoba, and they're always seated at ringside. So, I don't know. Just thought I'd point it out. Also, want to point out, I have never covered a Royal Rumble match before. I have no idea how to do it. So, I'm going to experiment on all of you. No more time to waste. Let's find out who drew... Number one. Yes, the man who earned the right to be number one via disqualification in the free for all. It's Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Vince notes that uh, Triple H was DQ'd here in the opener uh, by striking Duke the Dumpster Drosy with a foreign object. However, Triple H claims he just picked up an object that a fan threw in the ring. But luckily, interim president Gorilla Monsoon was on hand to issue the disqualification verdict. I hear some music. Uh, Mr. Perfect, your guess for number two. Uh, Hogman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, number two is Bitters, Arkansas, the big hog farmer, Henry O. Godwin. Of course, this is fun for all of us because we're fresh from the hog pen match. Of course, we remember what happened at the last WWF pay-per-view extravaganza in your house. So there you go. Justification for the Concrete Man inclusion. Vince yelled in your house. Here we go, Hunter Hearst Helmsley and the Hogman. It looks like a replay from In Your House, McMahon. Yes, it certainly does. Hank hits the clothesline from Arkansas and issues a hog call to the Fresno faithful. Zooey, calling the hogs. I saw three girls in the front row move in, McMahon. Big old Razorback now. Big back body drop. Vince calls the Royal Rumble the most exciting complete hour of action in the WWF. Such a Vince McMahon thing to say. Of course, less than 90 seconds in this bad boy and talk turds to the man of the hour. Of course, everyone remembers that Shawn Michaels started things off last year at the Royal Rumble and went all the way an incredible feat. Yeah, well, what are the odds of winning it two years in a row? Ha-ha, not too good. I agree with you there. Nonetheless, we anxiously await the presence of Shawn Michaels. Yes, anxiously awaits indeed. Here we go, number three. It's Bob Backlund, who would be president, who holds the record, by the way, in terms of endurance in the Royal Rumble. 
Of course, as always, I'm watching this match with the closed captions turned on, and I have some closed caption information for you. Whenever someone says hog, as in, look at the hog farmer with a clothesline, the closed captioner spells it h.o.g as if it's Henry Godwin's initials, and yes, sometimes it's appropriate to do that, but not every time someone says hog. You would think that Bob Backlund and Hunter Selmsley might team up against the big hog farmer, but every man for themselves in the Royal Rumble. I then get an early taste of what Vince McMahon Royal Rumble near falls sound like, as Bob Backlund is hung over the top ropes. Over the top, yes! No, not quite. Countdown, here comes number the four. It's the king. The king, Jerry, the king, Lawler. Lawler comes out in some unique attire, possibly based on his wife's underwear, according to Steve Allen. Interesting note, we've got two blue bloods in there. And it sounds like the Fresno faithful may be hungry for a Whopper based on the loud Burger King chant. However, the king is hungry for some slop as he heads to the outside and gets the slop bucket because the hog man is in peril, being held captive by a Bob Backlund and a Hunter Hearst Helmsley. But no! Bitters Arkansas fights back. Now Henry Godwin has the slop bucket and the heels all flee under the ropes, so they flee in safety. But you know what? Fuck it! Henry Godwin tosses the slop over the top rope, thus eliminating it from the Royal Rumble, but also slopping the heels at ringside. Ha ha! Yes! I feel like I'm at a Gallagher concert! Ha ha ha! Well, I'm not too sure what we're at! Uh-oh. Maybe Vince's mental health is deteriorating. He doesn't know where he is. But here comes number five... Bob Holly, start your engines. All right. Oh, okay. No, Vince, Vince is fine. I could tell by the excitement that he has for the Holly man. Mr. Perfect is not excited for Bob Holly, though. He's excited for Vader. And Vince makes the call. Vader. Yes. The man they call Vader unquestionably in this Royal Rumble. So already the man he calls Vader. Mr. Perfect then wants to know what happens, just on a run here, that if all 30 men enter the ring and there are no eliminations. I will admit, as a kid, I always wanted that to happen, but as an adult, I realize it would be an absolute shit show, and I hope it never does. Well, the odds against that are less than likely. I thought you said anything could happen in the WWF. Ha-ha! <laughs> well, I agree with you there. Some more near falls from Vince... And Hulk Farmer is eliminated. No, over the top. And no, his feet did not hit the bottom. His feet did not hit the floor. Like, I know it's a gag that I always talk about in these Henry Godwin appearances, but Vince has taken to just calling the man Hog Farmer every time he wants to reference him. I find it glorious. Vince then refers to Bob Holly as the Speedster from Talladega. So, be on the lookout for some more speedster jokes from Johnny C moving forward. No eliminations thus far, but we do get a nice new run-on from Vince. And again, this ring beginning to fill up. And Holly out there on the top rung of the ladder, waiting for somebody to dump a man. No one going that way. Bob Backlund, here we go. Now double-team effort. No, it's Backlund. He's going to go out. We hear the countdown. Here comes number six. Oh, my goodness. Even more royalty. Look at all the royalty. We've got Mabel, the King of the Ring award winner. Motherfucking 
King of the Ring Award winner is another phrase that's for Vince by Vince. It's up there with Aqua K favorite remnants of the urn. Just who will be able to eliminate Mabel? In past instances, we've seen double, triple, even quadruple teams to get some of the big men out. You're going to have to call Triple H. Triple H, Jesus. I fucked the whole thing up. Oh, well. You're going to have to call Triple H to get Mabel out. Ha-ha! Good, very well. Again, the king's softening up the hog farmer from Arkansas. See? Hog farmer. And I even included all the lead-up to it, just so you would know I wasn't full of shit. Still, no eliminations here in the Royal Rumble in Fresno. Perfect, and Vince swooned over Triple H's physical condition. Jesus, if that's impressing you in 96... You boys, just wait. I hear the countdown. Number seven, Jake. The Snake. Roberts, this building has exploded. I mean, the Fresno faithful is cheering, but they're certainly not exploding. Jake the Snake, of course, making his triumphant return to the World Wrestling Federation. He's been reborn, and he's wearing his patented dad vest. He's untying the giant bag he brings to the ring, Oh, no! Here we go! Whoa! Wait a minute! Whoa! What's going to happen? Jake the Snake Roberts! Oh, look at that! It's huge! Look at that! Someone needs to isolate that Vince McMahon soundbite and edit it into the Jake the Snake Heroes of Wrestling Snake Between the Legs moment. The snake that pops out of the bag is not Revelations, the snake that Jake would usually use here in his return run. It appears to be a snake of typical snake skin colors. I'm colorblind. What do you want from me? All the competitors in the ring scurry, but the king doesn't scurry fast enough, and he gets pulled over to the center of the ring by Jake. Sure enough, the king gets snaked, and Lawler bails and hides under the ring. Jake's attendant is here to take the snake Roberts to the backstage area. Perfect mentions that he wouldn't want to have to do Jerry the King Lawler's laundry after that one. But he pivots from a joke to put over that Jake the Snake is major. His words. All right, all men, back in the ring now. But the King is nowhere to be found. I hear a countdown, so number eight. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Mr. Funk from that famous Fighting Funk family. It is Dory Funk Jr. He's greeting us with some theme music fitting of his stature. I'm sure you can hear it in your head. He's wearing a varsity jacket and a cowboy hat, and it seems just about right. Upon his entrance, Perfect yells, Yeehaw! (laughs) Which just popped to be pretty huge. Vince, God love him, actually mentions that uh, Dory Funk is a former NWA champion. He mentions Terry Funk was invited to compete, but is watching us from Germany. Mr. Perfect calls Dory Funk middle-aged crazy. And Jim Ross's ears perk up in the back. Yes, nonetheless, Terry Funk and his good friend, Bruce Willis, watching us from Germany. Wait, what? Okay, Jesus Christ, now I have to pause this thing and look up Terry Funk's filmography. And I do, and I don't see any Bruce Willis movies. Of course, I see Roadhouse, Over the Top, Jesus, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., Quantum... Dude, Terry Funk was in Quantum Leap. I totally forgot about that. Thunder in Paradise, of course... Well, moving on, folks. Correct me, or just let me know. Hit me up on Twitter about Bruce Willis and uh, Terry Funk here. Moving on, though. Vince and Perfect argue about Jerry the King Lawler. Is he in this thing, or is he out of this thing? I don't see him. Suddenly, I hear a third voice on the commentary track 
say, drinking my water? It sounds like an old man. This old man's words are followed up by nine seconds of silence. I find this very interesting. I'm wondering if some attendant came up and wanted some water or asked if they wanted water or something about water. And Vince, with a cough button, Damn you! Get out of here! I don't want any water! I'm Vince McMahon, damn it! I don't need water! I'm made of cold, hard concrete! Fresno, with a DDT chant, Everybody wants to see the DDT! And Jake the Snake Roberts, likely to give a number of individuals the DDT, but that's not the name of the game! You have to eliminate someone! You don't put them down to the canvas, you put them over the canvas! Over the top rope to the outside! Hey, wait a minute! That was Lawler! Jerry the King Lawler! He's hiding under the ring! That coward! It's true! During this ridiculous analysis of the DDT, we get a shot of the King peeking out from under the ring skirt. I hear the countdown, so here comes number nine! Oh, no! We talked about how big Mabel is, 568 pounds. This man is the biggest man in, in the history of the World Wrestling Federation, two-time former World Wrestling Federation champion Yokozuna. And Helmsley is almost out, but look, that leg is caught between the top and second rope. Here we go. Another run-on mixed with the introductions. Perfect believes Yokozuna can win this thing, but he wants to know where Fuji and Cornette are. I'm wondering if perhaps managers are barred from this Royal Rumble. Finally, we get an elimination as Yoko tosses Backlund over the top. And no! Stop this! Stop this now! Mabel, Yokozuna, facing off! No! The mega portions are exploding! Shades of the Great White North! Do not make Vince McMahon rem remember the Great White North! Please! Gentlemen, at this point, he's gotten so much better. No! A Kigger Splash in the corner! And the Hog Farmer and Yoko are destroyed by the Kigger Splash! Oh, I see Sir Mo at ringside, so managers are not barred from the World Wrestling Federation Royal Rumble in Fresno. More DDT chants from Fresno, but it transitions into gasps from the crowd as Mabel splashes the Hogman. I hear a countdown, number 10, it's the kid who cost Razor Ramon the Intercontinental Championship. The kid is looking behind him, oh, here comes Razor Ramon! It's true, Razor Ramon, the man who was never in an actual Royal Rumble does briefly enter the Royal Rumble ring to chase the 1-2-3 Kidster. WWF officials are trying to get him to the back. The kid thinks he's safe, but no! Razor Ramon is back in. The kid scurries, but Mabel decks Razor Ramon, sending him over the top rope to the floor. So there you go. He's finally in and out of a Royal Rumble match. One-third of the four competitors have now been revealed here in Fresno. I will say that the faithful in Fresno here very much want some more Razor Ramon as they chant his name. This seems to anger Vince. Well, maybe not so much anger him, but he does at least comment on it. They obviously very much in favor of the bad guy, Razor Ramon, who will not be participating in this Royal Rumble matchup. King Mabel then grabs the kid by the throat and lifts him above his own head. Whoa! Yes! Oh yeah! The strength of Mabel! No time, because here we go again. It's number 11. Who's coming in now? It's the Orient Express! No! Here comes the wild man! Mark Marrow! No! <laughs> Alright, this is what really he really says. Here he comes! The wild man from Japan! Omari! Omari from All Japan Wrestling! Omari being received by the 123 Kid, who knows an underdog here. Very little known about Omari, except that he is... Well, well wait, big man, that doesn't make him an underdog! Oh, okay. Not a great deal is known about Omari. Nonetheless, Omari in the squared circle at the Royal Rumble. So, 
<laughs> that was verbatim from Omari's entrance. I think it speaks for itself, but nonetheless, very little known about Omari here in the World Wrestling Federation. Vince says that the Super Bowl is next week, and this is its equivalent, the Super Bowl match. Yikes, Vince! I'm sure the NFL might let you get away with saying the word Super Bowl, and then saying the Super Bowl is next week, but I would try to shy away from calling anything a Super Bowl match in the future. The mega portions now seem united as they battle Omari, of whom very little is known, but no! Yokozuna seems to be keeping his distance now from Omari. Vince says one would expect this, that being Yokozuna and Omari keeping their distance. Well, why is that, Vince? Hmm? At this point on commentary, Vince McMahon just seems to be stalling. Jake the Snake Roberts could win it all. Then again, could it be Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Could it be Bob Holly? The one, two, three kid could win this thing. Who knows? Thankfully, there's a countdown. Maybe this will give Vince something to talk about. It's number 12. And here it comes. Here who comes? An unmistakable musical intro blasts through the arena. Savio Vega and Savio Vega likely to make a big difference in the 1996 WWF Royal Rumble. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we have some proof that according to Vince, they all look alike as he has mistaken Savio Vega for Fa 2, likely to make a big difference in the Royal Rumble. You know what? This this recent decline in Vince's commentary is all the Mega Portion's fault. That being Mabel and Yokozuna. Ever since they came to blows, Vince has been sliding downhill slowly but surely. Savio hits a spinning heel kick straight to Mabel. And that's the difference Savio can make. Oh, God, Vince, please come back to us. You were doing so well. Yes, look! Yokozuna has eliminated Mabel. Will this make a difference? Now Yokozuna is the big daddy in there. Okay, that that sounds better. More like it. Another elimination. Now Omari is gone. What a maneuver by Jake the Snake Roberts. Well, we certainly learned very little about Omari here in Fresno. Things are looking up, though, for Vince. No, wait a minute. We head to a double feature that destroys my recent thesis. Here we go with Yokozuna being dumped unceremoniously out of the ring by Yokozuna. Well, that's why we do this show, folks. Tracking the highs and tracking the lows. But I mean, come on, Vince. Yokozuna eliminating Yokozuna? Well, I suppose anything can happen in the WWF. Moving on now. Uh, Mr. Perfect claims that he just tapped into the WWF superstar line, and we won't believe who's coming out next. First, Kurt. I think that's illegal. Second, telegraphing much? I mean, we all know who Mr. Perfect has been waiting for, so now we all know who number 13 is. Meanwhile, 1-2-3-Kid and Savio Vega and Vega making a tremendous difference in there. Okay, you know what? Seriously, it was a gag, but that's three mentions now of making a difference. Savio Vega, get down, get funky, in less than 90 seconds. Somebody help this man. We hear the countdown. Out comes lucky number 13. I can't wait. And here we go. It's, it's, who is it? Oh, oh, the Mastodon of the World Wrestling Federation, perhaps. Yes. And Jim Cornette accompanying the man they call Vader. It is indeed the WWF debut of Vader. Now, I was excited for this. 
Let's see how he does. Vader in there looking for someone to pummel. Well, he's found someone. It's the speedster, Bob Holly, in the corner with Vader punches. Eh, 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 eh. However, after the fourth eh, Vader time, Vader punch, uh, Bob Holly just walks away from Vader. And Vader looks awkwardly around the ring and watches Bob Holly walk away. Well, that should uh, let you know what you're in for here in the World Wrestling Federation, Vader. Wait, what's this now? And Savio! Trying to get Dory Funk over the top. He can't quite. Yes, he can. No. Yes, he can! Dory Funk is eliminated. And Vader now, with a most unusual move, pulling Savio Vega inside the ring after Savio eliminated Dory. Mr. Perfect covers for Vader, though, saying that he just wants to punish Savio Vega. Vader and Savio exchange chops and Vader punches. Vader appears to be making a difference in Savio Vega's ability to function because he hits Savio Vega so hard that Savio walks around the ring dazed and confused, throwing ghost punches at no one. Vince then pulls an Art Donovan out of nowhere. Uh, how much does he weigh? <laughs> in regards to Vader. But no time to answer because I hear the countdown. It's number 14. And who's this? Ladies and gentlemen, a man enters the frame and uh, some music plays. The music sounds like this. Mr. Perfect then says with like 1,000% seriousness, Who's that? That's Doug Gilbert coming in! Perfect then with a deadpan. Oh, alright. From the USWA! Doug Gilbert immediately assaulted by Triple H. Vince then does it again, but this time with Doug. What is this that he does again? Well, let me tell you. Doug Gilbert now, making a difference with Hunter Stelpsley. <laughs> is this some sort of sick joke? Vader and Yokozuna come to blows now, but Vader sees an opportunity because Jake the Snake has the Hogman in the DDT position, but a big clothesline from Vader eliminates the Snake. Vader then murders the 1-2-3 kid and Doug Gilbert for good measure. And I hear the countdown. Number 15. We're halfway there. That's one of the squat team members making his debut here in the World Wrestling Federation. When he said making because the squat team member is making his debut. I thought for sure he was going to say squat team making a difference. All right. But thank God he didn't. Yokozuna and Vader immediately team up on squat one, I suppose we'll call him. And, uh... You know, Vince McMahon accurately describes this segment by saying, What beef in there? Vince McMahon then finds squat number one's entrance so interesting that he decides to talk about the upcoming World Wrestling Federation Championship match. Mr. Perfect mentions that Doug Gilbert won a tournament in Rio de Janeiro to qualify for a spot in the Royal Rumble. Okay, he says it was a tournament in Memphis, but he should have said Rio. It would have been more entertaining. But uh, that tournament victory was all for naught because, uh, much like a sack of potatoes, Doug Gilbert is tossed easily over the top rope by Big Van Vader. And now squat team number one is tossed as well. Vader and Yokozuna now coming to blows with the ropes as they decide to both lean on the ropes for a little bit of oxygen. We see a double feature of Doug being unceremoniously eliminated. Yoko and Vader decide to come to blows again. The countdown... And number 16, why it's, 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 wait a minute, 
Well, I guess that's right. They are identical twins. The other squat team member on his way to the squared circle. It is indeed squat two. Squat one decides to head back to the ring. So we have one legal squat and one illegal squat. That notwithstanding. They both attack Vader. Vader's a baby face now, I guess. Yokozuna decides to help. Vader eliminates squat two. Yoko clotheslines squat one. And so both of them are now eliminated. Triple H still in there. He came in at number one. I hear the countdown. It's number 17. There he is! King of Hearts, Owen Hart. The man who certainly gets credit for putting Shawn Michaels on the shelf. Uh, Mr. Perfect says of one Owen Hart, he has the greatest martial arts kick in the world. <laughs> I see. I don't know. It's an insiguri, Kurt. I mean, whatever. Kind of another boring patch here, fans. I don't know how JT and Aaron do this Royal Rumble shit over on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I love listening to it, but I don't know how they take the notes. Uh, Hopefully, number 18, whomever that man may be, can help get us out of this slump. Oh no, though. An interesting spot, I will say, which is helping. Vader and Yoko team up and splash the holy shit out of Savio Vega. Uh, Vader and Yoko, I'm thinking here, should form a tag team that could be known as Dave's Double, because Jim Cornette would certainly enjoy that. I hear the countdown, and it's number 18. Let's see who it is. All right, who's it going to be now? Who's going to join the fray? Here it comes! Here it comes! Here it comes, ladies and gentlemen! Son Michaels! Michael's back in the ring, and here we go! Michael's in there going right to work. You talk about fat boys! You talk about resilience! Everyone going through Shawn Michaels was gonna... Savio just eliminated by Vader! Whoa. Okay. Just, just, just take a breath, Vince. He's excited. I'm getting excited. Hopefully no more making a difference in Savio Vega. Hopefully no more nonsense. Shawn Michaels is here to hopefully save the day. Things should be looking up moving forward. But... Let's not gloss over the fact that Vince did just yell, You want to talk about fat boys? You want to talk about resilience? (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. But ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak kid is here to save us all. Sure enough, though, a difference is made right away as Vader tosses Savio. The heartbreak kid pummeling Hunter Hearst Helmsley and now going up against the 1-2-3 kid. Oh, okay. I I see what's going on here. HBK then tosses speedster Bob Holly out of the way to get to Owen Hart. HBK, though, keeps looking over his shoulder at Vader and Yokozuna. Vader and Yokozuna are trading blows against the ropes. The Heartbreak Kid has every other competitor down with punches, and he just keeps looking at Vader and Yoko. Seriously, guys, I know what's coming here, but this is bad. Fix it. Do something. Fix it. Nope, HBK runs toward the ropes and tosses Vader and Yokozuna to a pop. And look, I'm not trying to sound like Kevin Nash keeping the WCW midcard in the midcard here, but that's way too much beef to be taken out by a guy that size, given given the impact at which the strike or fucking spear or whatever is delivered. I'm critiquing the method of this double elimination, not that it happened. Unbelievable! Can you believe that? Well, I mean, you did say it was unbelievable. You didn't really give me time to answer the question, but sure, I'll believe it, Vince. Why not? I do hear some boos, though, so Fresno might be a little on the fence here. HBK then tosses out the one, two, three kid, 
And Vince calls Sean the opportunist. But is he the ultimate opportunist? On this day, does he see things clearly? Uh, three, two, one. Here comes number 19. Here comes Hakushi. But meanwhile, on the outside of the ring... And that about sums up Hakushi's WWF career. Vader and Yokozuna are fighting outside the ring. Vader heads back inside. He assaults the Heartbreak Kid with headbutts and Vader punches. Eh, 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 eh. Gorilla presses Shawn Michaels right the fuck over the top rope. And, hmm, you know what, guys? I don't really want to do it. But I bet I could find a spot in Royal Rumble history that contradicts this. Because Vince is like, no, he's not eliminated because Vader has been eliminated, so you can't eliminate someone if you've been eliminated. If you're not a legal member, the competitors are at Rumble. And you know what? I don't even have to look it up. Pop it back into my head. On like the one of the first episodes of Starman, we did the WrestleMania 14 Battle Royal, and Kurgan the Interrogator is not in the match at all. He goes in the ring, and he eliminates the Truth Commission, and the Truth Commission is eliminated. So, I mean, there's, well, I guess 14. You know what? Fuck it. I'm sure, whatever. I don't care. Uh, Vader then also throws Triple H and the speedster Bob Holly over the top rope, but here comes interim president Gorilla Monsoon. Vader tosses Owen Hart through the middle ropes. Owen wins! Owen wins! He got tossed to the middle. Anywho, uh, Gorilla offers Vader a banana. Uh, Vader heads to the back, but not before we get a fantastic, who's the man? It's number 20. Wait a minute, Shawn Michaels with Jim Cornette. Tataka coming in. Shawn Michaels, though, has Jim Cornette. Uh, Native American Tatanka is here. A great spot sees uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley save the Heartbreak Kid from the Speedster Bob Holly, but Speedster Bob Holly just goes right back at it. He really hates Shawn Michaels, doesn't he? Triple H has been in here for over 40 minutes. HBK and Hakushi trading blows now. That could be fun. Uh, but Triple H grabs HBK. HBK spins the cat and goes right back to Triple H. Uh, Sean and Triple H do a little bit of fighting here. Shawn Michaels is absolutely pinballing all over the place for Triple H, and I get it. They're bros. Uh, Sean gets punched over the ring, but, you know, comes back in. Punched over the ring, comes back in. Shawn Michaels hanging on like an octopus! I'm sorry, what was that, Vince? Shawn Michaels hanging on like an octopus! All right. Check, please. That's the one. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I love this so much. <laughs> the octopus. <laughs> Here comes number 21. Here comes Aldo Montoya. Yeah, he's got his jock on the wrong part of his body. I don't know about that. Okay, so number one, Aldo Montoya's music has to be heard to be believed. Number two, great no-sell by Vince on the jock chef comment. And number three, I know now, after... Years of research that the Portuguese man-o-war is some sort of poisonous, murderous jellyfish, and Shawn Michaels is an octopus. Will there be some sort of aqua battle here at the Royal Rumble in Fresno on the Aqua Cave? Probably not. Vince is surprised that the Speedster and Triple H are still in there, and then says, Native American Tatanka perhaps will win the Royal Rumble. I think probably perhaps not. Hakushi is now eliminated by Owen Hart. Uh, Shawn Michaels is just outside the ring walking around. Okay. The speedster, Bob Holly, is all over Shawn Michaels because Bob's like poking his head through the ropes trying to punch Shawn. Jesus, let it go, Bob. Wait, what's this? HBK goes fishing under the ring, and yes, he's got himself a kingfish. <laughs> it's the king, Jerry Lawler. 
Vince calls Lawler a royal embarrassment hiding out under the ring. Wait, here comes number 22. Well, wow, wow. Look who's coming to town. Black Glove raced high, and he is full of diesel fuel, ladies and gentlemen. He wants to win this Royal Rumble. He wants to go to WrestleMania and become the WWF champion all over again. Tatanka, eliminated by Big Daddy Cool. So yes, that is correct. Kevin Nash was able to come down the aisle and enter the ring and eliminate someone before Vince had even finished introducing him. In this confusion, Lawler was tossed as well. Diesel goes after Owen Hart, the octopus, working Triple H. We then get a really contrived spot where Diesel goes out of his way to bump into Shawn Michaels when their backs are turned to one another. They do turn, they face one another, and then in a nice moment, Diesel just fucking nails Shawn. HBK comes right back up, and here we go, Fist of Fire and Fury. But... Triple H grabs Sean, Owen grabs Diesel, and they're fighting and feuding. Uh, I notice here that the speedster, Bob Holly, is all alone with no one to punch. Diesel then randomly saves the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. What sense does that make, McMahon? I have no idea. However, it doesn't have to make sense. It's the Royal Rumble. Uh, that is a direct quote. Number 23, it's Kama, the supreme fighting machine. Hey, wait a minute. Kama? is coming down in this ring, and he has Too Much's theme song. Like, Too Much's original, like... Uh, the Octopus Kid gives 10 punches in the corner to speedster Bob Holly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Vince lets us know that Ahmed Johnson was indeed taken to the hospital this evening. Just wanted to throw that in there. Uh-oh, though. Diesel hits HBK on accident. That's okay. The match continues nonetheless. Number 24. It's, oh no, the ringmaster. And there's a good look. Steve Austin, known as the ringmaster, on his way. Oh, this should be fun. I haven't seen the ringmaster in a really long time. Uh, right away, he clips speedster Bob Holly, And he also looks very weird. It's got. I think it's the white boots, though. They just stand out like a sore thumb. Upon delivering the clip to Bob Holly. Vince, on the call. You can bet he's going to make a difference. Okay, enough. Just enough, Vince. No more differences to be made. Nash is uh, working here. Uh, he's going after the ringmaster, but no! Austin goes to the eyes, and Mr. Perfect is putting over Austin hard on commentary. Thank you, Mr. Perfect. Vince sees that the heartbreak kid is dangling, but then laughs a sigh of relief. <laughs> okay, when Shawn Michaels is safe. Oh, no, though. The ringmaster eliminates the speedster as he knees him from behind. He's out of here. Austin and Hunter Hearst Helmsley square off. Center ring. Of course, the camera cuts to the heartbreak kid because it's 1996. Number 25. Why, it's... Oh, my goodness. You talk about an underdog. Barry Horowitz could very well win this thing. I do love his theme song, though. Uh, Mr. Perfect says, If a nerd ends up at WrestleMania again uh, going against the champ... I'm getting back in the ring. Triple H and the ringmaster going at it. Center ring. Vince lets us know he certainly hopes we're enjoying the 1996 edition of the World Wrestling Federation's unique brand of entertainment, the Royal Rumble. Eh, I don't know, Vince. I'm, I'm so-so at this point. And then that's the thing about Diesel. The thing is, Diesel just tosses Triple H like garbage out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, Triple H's dreams are shattered because uh, Diesel just decides it's time, and he tosses him. 
Here comes number 26. Okay, you talk about a man that can make a difference. God damn it, Vince. We just talked about this. Here comes Fatu. Oh, okay. Never mind. Fatu coming into squared circle to try and make a difference. Fatu, let's see what he can do. Well, he does super kick comma right away. So the Bone Skull crew exploding before our very eyes. Only four more entries to go here in the Rumble. We see uh, Diesel fighting the Ringmaster. That's fun. Perfect now changes his earlier claim and says if Horowitz wins, he'll just quit professional wrestling. All right, really? Perhaps it's time to start cheering for Barry Horowitz. HBK and Owen are trading suplex spots trying to eliminate one another. It's actually really cool. It's like, Sean is up for the suplex. Oh, no! Wait, it's countered. Now Owen's up for the suplex. Will he toss him over? And uh, Vince makes another call. My goodness! Owen Hart looking like an octopus as well! Well, this man is clearly obsessed with octopuses and making a difference. If Vince were to somehow say that the octopus is making a difference, I might quit. Here comes number 27. Oh my goodness, Isaac Jacob, DDS, a man who sent dentistry back to the Dark Ages. Ah, don't forget, he's also sent women's health to the Dark Ages, right here in Knox County. He does go right after Diesel. So Diesel versus Diesel, Dawn of Octopuses, here we go. Uh, Barry Horowitz is out. Owen Hart hits an insiguri to the Heartbreak Kid. Oh no, can he continue? We do see a replay in the double feature of this Inseguri spot, because we kind of missed it. But watching the Inseguri on the instant replay forces us to miss HBK tossing Owen Hart out of the ring in real life. Austin then explodes with a hard lariat on the Heartbreak Kid. Diesel sees this and immediately beats Austin down. It's kind of a fun spot. It's time, though, for number 28. Here comes Marty Jannetty! Uh, will we see the Rockers one-on-one? I'm kind of hoping for it. Fatu has Shawn Michaels dangling on the ropes. Vince on the call. Shawn Michaels almost out. Comma, trying to get Shawn Michaels out of here. Oh, Jesus Christ, Vince. We've talked about this, okay? Anywho, uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty are facing off in the center of the ring. And they're trading blows. The Heartbreak Kid and Marty Jannetty. They go off the ropes and they punch one another at the same time. They do a fun double-down spot. I appreciate that. Here comes number 29, the British Bulldog, the winner of the Salivar Trophy. All right, he actually just says, the British Bulldog. I added the winner of the trophy, but what are you going to do? Of course, Bulldog goes right after the Heartbreak Kid. Austin and Kane are going at it in the corner. Uh, we then get a shot of Princess Diana, or Diana Hart-Smith, in the double feature, and Jesus Christ... I don't know how to describe her hair. She looks like a goddamn Simpsons character and a beetle had sex and that's what came out. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Vince says we last saw her at In Your House. So there you go. The Bulldog unceremoniously eliminates Janetti. Fatu and Austin are going at it. And oh my, uh, we get the famous spot where Fatu clotheslines Austin over the top and accidentally eliminates him. And now Fatu is eliminated, so we're down to five, just awaiting number 30. And here we go! Imagine that a garbage man goes to WrestleMania to face the WWF champion. That could happen! Here he comes! Garbage can at all, I'm sure. No, no, no garbage can, though. Uh, Duke's in the ring! Goes up against Kane. Dumpster versus Dentist! Dawn of Professions! 
Owen Hart returns after being eliminated. He beats the shit out of Heartbreak Kid. Leave me alone, he yells as referees try to get him to exit the ring stage. Six men in now. Our six finalists. Diesel saves HBK from elimination. Yankum is yanked out of here. Duke the Dumpster is gone. Oh, no. No no more uh, dumpsters at WrestleMania. Too bad. We're down to the Final Four, and I'm not talking about basketball. Diesel and Fatu now. No, wait. It's Kama. No, wait. It's Fatu. No, wait. It is Kama. Uh, the British Bulldog eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Kama eliminated by Diesel. Diesel turns around. He sees HBK. Vince, it's Diesel. It's Shawn Michaels. Sweet chin music. Shawn Michaels is going to WrestleMania. A dream come true for Shawn Michaels. It's enthusiastic, but it's not quite the verbal load that I was hoping for. But whatever. Vince has had a real hard time here on the back end of this show. So the fact that he's still able to put together a sentence, I'm calling it a win. Doc Hendricks is in the aisle and he wants to interview Diesel, but he does, he's not wearing the cans from WrestleMania 11, so I'm disappointed. Diesel lets us know that the only reason he's breathing, that being Doc Hendricks or Shawn Michaels, I'm not sure who he's talking about, but he says the only reason you're or he, don't know, is breathing is because I allow it. He starts to head back to the ring. In the ring, Shawn Michaels is dancing. He's removed his HBK logo undies from his trunks, and he's continuing to pull them down further. Vince says, Shawn Michaels, entertaining this crowd. Wait just a minute. The tights continue to lower. Diesel continues to enter. I see heartbreak pubes. Jesus, just just shave it, Shawn. You're... You're like a good-looking athlete dude. Shave that shit. Get with the program. Um, anywho, Diesel is eyeing up Heartbreak Kid. Either like he's going to beat him up or he's going to have him for dinner. The black glove is outstretched. HBK scurries towards Diesel. Big Daddy Cool holding up that big paw. Wait a minute. I think that's a gesture. Yes! Indeed! Here we go! Look at that! Yeah! It's a high five. Sean resumes his dance. Fresno is a little mediocre about the whole thing. Diesel leaves. The rumble has come to a close. Well, fans, I just don't know. I certainly had fun covering this event. That rumble kind of blows, though. Vince is certainly happy to see Sean back in the saddle. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But nothing seems to be consistently making a difference as far as his mental health is concerned. But, like I said, a little bit of momentum gained here with the Heartbreak Kid winning the Rumble. Will Vince be able to maintain any momentum moving forward? Or will he be trapped in a steel cage of emotions? Well... We won't know until we rage in the cage at the very next In Your House. But in order to hear the continuing adventures of the Concrete Man, make sure you subscribe to the Aqua Cave so you get notified whenever new content drops. For all of us here at Concrete Man, I'm Johnny C. And a winner of the 1996 Royal Rumble from Fresno is you.